and yeah it was gorgeous it was sunny because i went to the southern belgium um side and it's amazing how sunny it was because it's super cold in netherlands right yeah, now yeah 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 can't wear all my dubai summer shorts anymore <laughs> i need new clothes uh the good thing is that i don't have to shave my legs that often yay i'm sure a lot of people yay can relate to, all to the that yeah women out there <laughs> Here it's still very warm. I know I missed Dubai summer. Well, not the peak summer, but the nice summer. Yeah, we're we're in that we're in that borderline. Funny how you're looking forward to the winters, and I'm so not looking forward to the winters. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's gonna hit me so hard. Complete different perspective now, right now that you're there. Okay, so what are we talking about today, Chirag? Uh, I think so. This is a topic we've kind of touched on, like just mildly at some point in the past. I think, like, but it's been like over a year to, for want of a better nomenclature, ex-vegans. Yeah, why do all exes have to be assholes? I'm sorry, that's my scra- cat scratching in the background. You can put this as the intro music for this. Yeah, I, I, I'm very amused at like the he was fine until you said like we're going to talk about exes and he just <laughs> like came out of it. Because he has been with me throughout <laughs> all that, of that. That's what it is. Yeah, he has the dope. Yeah. Yes, so we're going to talk about vegans that used to be vegans and are now popularly known as ex-vegans. And we want to let our listeners know how they were never vegans. At best they were plant-based. Um, and that's what we'll talk about. Chirag, do you want to share what is the inspiration for this episode? Or rather, who is the inspiration? So we're kind of talking about this because of uh, the wonderful Miley Cyrus, who for the last, I think, two years or so has made quite a name for herself in the vegan world, because she was advocating very heavily for um, eating plant-based. And so again, we're going to kind of make that distinction a little bit. Uh, and who has since left the fold and now is having, making controversy on the other side. And I kind of want to kick off uh, specifically by talking about this thing where, have you noticed that when someone gives up um, meat-eating and moves over to being vegan... This person gets questioned in all sorts of ways about how, uh, well, the nutrition and other things, you know, are you going to really make a difference in a hundred other things, right? But when the opposite happens, this person is an expert in veganism. So if you go non-vegan to vegan, you are not an expert in meat eating. You cannot possibly comprehend that you are not able to replace food groups. You, can, you have no understanding of this stuff. But when you leave the vegan fold and come into non, like non-veganism or you, st- or you give up that plant-based diet, especially, I mean, this is not a vegan, it's more a plant-based thing. Suddenly, you are an expert on veganism and why veganism is bad for the world. That's a very good point. I didn't realize that. I like how everyone wants to interview her now because she's gone back, back to meat eating. But when she turned vegan, nobody cared. Oh, they called her crazy. So just before we delve deeper, here's what Miley Cyrus did. She went on a podcast with none other than Joe Rogan who loves vegans. 
not. Who loves vegans and who wears a cap that says meat church and calls veganism a cult. She went on that podcast and she said that she's no longer vegan, which any vegan who understands what veganism is, which I believe Mighty Cyrus did at a certain point, should know that she is no longer plant-based. This is assuming that she's still vegan in the other aspects of her life. But anyway, I don't know at the stage where she is. So she's now a pescatarian, a pescatarian. So she's eating fish. Which is a fancy word for abusing animals. Um assuming because she did not uh, it would be insane if she just started wearing leather again because it, she had a brain fog <laughs> there's that so she went on the show and she said that um, she wasn't getting um, enough omega and because of that she had a brain fog and veganism is something that she still believes in and it may work for others but it doesn't work for her and everybody's body is different. And she's like, oh, I know vegans are going to thrash me, but here it is. It did not work for me. So I'm back to eating fish. And I cried when I ate my first piece of fish or something like that. Okay. I appreciate the tears. Thanks. <laughs> the fish does. Look at this. And this, actually, this line is what made me angry. Right? So she said, I was expecting some backlash from the vegan community, which basically means that she didn't get too much, which is how sad for her. She says, when I was vegan, I was really worried about other people's diets and being really judgy. It's a little over the top to be so invested in other people's diets. It's not about a diet. Yeah, so this is what I'm saying. So for me, this this, this is about, it's the same story all over again, right? So, um, and then again, to provide context. So she, she supposedly started, you know, advocating for animal activism a little bit, as well as veganism back in 2014. So it's been quite some time now. Uh, now she's, she's claiming that it didn't do enough for her. He's quoted as saying, um, if I could figure out a way to be to live a vegan lifestyle and feel 110%, I would do it. I just didn't get there. So now I'm eating fish, right? And as you mentioned, she talks about the fact that she's missing omega-3s and she got all kinds of brain fog or whatever it is that she got. Uh, and I'll take her word on that part. But for me, this is, this is basically this is where we're having a dietary fight again, right? This is ultimately boiling down to a dietary fight and no longer a topic of being vegan or not vegan, right? Because if you start eating meat... This the switch is really you going from a vegan a plant based diet to a non plant based diet and has no this is not a comment about anything else. And ultimately, and we've seen this with so many different examples before, everybody that says that, oh, I'm not this anymore, eventually what they mean is I'm eating meat. Firstly, let's just clarify one thing that there are enough plant based sources out there where you can get your omega three or whatever omega deficiency she thought she had or she knows she has. Um, so that's that's a very, very random excuse because no matter whether you're vegan or non-vegan, rather plant-based or meat-eating, you need supplements. In today's world, you need supplements because the food that you eat is not does not come in its purest form. You always need supplements. You don't get B12. Uh, everybody, regardless of what their diet is, needs to have supplements, um, uh, B12 supplements at least. Um, people who are working indoors, live in cities, do not get to go out and exposed to sunlight need to have vitamin D as their supplement. So um, let's not kid ourselves that, that you because you were deficient, you went back to eating fish. Um, secondly, let's also put it out there that fish basically get that omega from plants, which is algae. And most of the supplements that you find, uh, or rather vegan supplements that you find, are made of um, seaweed and algae, which 
um, pretty much solves the problem. So I would have respected this or not respected, but at least acknowledged that she has a deficiency if she put out her entire um, diet plan in front of people um, and said that, okay, here's what I did over the last X years that I was plant-based, uh, but it is not working for me. I still have a certain deficiency. Either some nutrition nutritionist can come out and help me out or else I don't have any other choice but to go back to meat because I've tried everything. Claiming that you are vegan for the animals um, and then bringing or rather consuming dead animals in a jiffy like that just seems like she was never in it for animals. She did it as she, because it was a nice trend to be on. She got all the love and appreciation from people that she wanted. Um, she enjoyed being in the trend and now she's quitting because she's done with it and she misses eating meat. Yeah, so one of the things that she says here is uh, she said she's, she got some backlash and then her response was, she's like, I've got 22 farm, 22, ugh. I've got 22 animals on my farm in Nashville. Like I've got 22 in my house in whatever else. I'm doing all I need to do for the animals. Her dietary like changes notwithstanding, like that's an odd justification to give yeah. or that's an odd way to just justify to say, I, it's not like I love animals any less. Look, I cried when I ate my first fish meal. I'm trying to incorporate other things in my diet, but I'm ha I have 20 animals in my farm, so it's all good. So I just abuse children on Tuesdays. I cry before I slap them. But, you know, I've also donated a lot to charity. No, like I'm so running a school. I'm, I'm running a school on the next block. So it's all good. It's even. Well, exactly. And that's the biggest problem. I think the biggest problem convincing people to not eat animals is the cognitive dissonance. Um, is the fact that humans think that their life is superior and you cannot compare it. Um, for example, there was somebody today on social media saying, oh, why are we judging people that are giving up their dogs? Because a lot of people right now in Dubai, because I'm a part of the rescue scene there, yeah. are giving up their dogs. Um, now I understand COVID has pretty much turned everyone's lives upside down. Um, people don't have the kind of money and, you know, but... I know people who've shipped their furniture um, when leaving the country but are abandoning the dog. It would definitely cost more shipping your furniture rather than shipping your dog where you're going. So those are just excuses. And people who genuinely love animals have come up and said, if, if you're in a financial situation or difficulty, and if you're not going to abandon your kids, then why are you abandoning your dog? It's as simple as that because he's a member of your family. And the person is like, no, you cannot compare my child to my dog. So that's it. That's exactly where you have decided that that animal is inferior to you um, and to human life. And that you can do whatever you please with its life because it is a vulnerable being and it cannot consent. It cannot um, speak in your language. Uh, so it gives you the right to treat it the way you want it. And that's exactly what, you know, people eating meat really do. This is what happens when, like, when we do this kind of headline conversation, right? So when you start, like, probing a little bit further, you realize that she didn't just start eating meat. She also supposedly went sober. Okay. And she's, a, she's also quit smoking, both cigarettes and other things, right? And all of this has been happening over the last, I don't know, 
six, eight months. But we're only having a conversation about the fact that she's eating meat and how that solved all her problems. So when she talks about, and you, you, know, you mentioned this, this bit about like, oh, well, she's now attributing the fact that she had brain fog uh, because of not getting omega-3s and it's a dietary problem. But the fact that something like this has happened to your brain, if at all it has, despite you going and doing other extreme things, and you think not eating fish is the reason for it is ridiculous. If you have a drug problem or if you have an alcohol problem and if you have health issues, it cannot be because I ate pancakes for breakfast. And also, like, the thing is, there's so many variables, right? So she's also had um, an edema before, which is like a vocal cord swelling. She had surgery to rectify it last year. Like, there's so many different variables that attribute or that, that cause problems for her, right? So, obviously, if you've had surgery, you, you're generally forced to give up certain things in terms of both diet, but also in terms of habits, right? To, again, for me, this is, like, this is so weird, right? Like, why, how has this become, actually, now my question is, how has this become the headline? Like, why is this the headline? Why nothing else is? The fact that she's turning sober, the fact that she, and, and in, in fact, funnily enough, like in the interview, not the Joe Rogan one, but she revealed this on, on the Joe Rogan podcast, but then eventually she was interviewed by another radio station that kind of took, picked up the story because of what she revealed. And this person asked her point blank, she's like, wow, you're having a lot of changes around you. You've gone, you've given up being vegan, i.e. plant-based in this case, actually, um, and you've become sober, right? And her answer is... Yeah, well, the thing is, like, I just, it didn't work for me. And so I was trying to experiment and figure out what is the right approach to that works for my body. And that's what everybody should do. Everybody should do what's right for them. Right? And this is what I'm trying to do. But, like, that's two different things that can both be equally contributing towards a change in whatever you're feeling. Um, so it's amazing to me that now this entire conversation has become Miley Cyrus is now an expert on veganism. And therefore, she's going to comment on everything vegan because now she's the face of former veganism. And therefore, everything she says must be true, which means vegans can't manage themselves. But I think what really bothers me is that you always claimed that you were vegan for animals. A lot of celebrities are cashing in on this trend. Um, even back home, cricketers, athletes, yeah, yeah. they're all plant-based. Um which is good for the uh, vegan message, but it doesn't really convey that veganism is not about your health. It is about animals. Okay, yes, you have an like, added bonus that you have better health with it. Um, but if you try and market or advertise veganism in another way, then there's going to be a lot of chaos and confusion. And it's going to take away from the main message, which is animals and purely non-human animals. Um, so somebody who claimed to be committed to animal welfare and be a vegan for the animals is now irresponsibly going on a platform that has millions of listeners or viewers and making such rubbish claims. Um, it's no longer about the animals now. It's about your body. Do what works best for you uh, and don't judge me and things like that. But you've completely forgotten about animal welfare and all of this and even if you decided that you no longer this is that's the joke she's saying she hasn't because she's rearing 20 animals in the farm so she's doing everything she can for animals and this is not a statement on her loving animals anymore i mean this is what i mean right like it's that's what i'm saying the argument is so trivialized now and this is the problem right like you are it's it's like you know it's like you, you are waiting for someone to diss on veganism 
And so you're waiting for someone who has adopted a plant-based lifestyle to say that it didn't work for them so that you can make a headline and just ignore everything exactly. else, right? This is it. It's because let's face it, even if whatever Miley is saying is 100% true and we're just a bunch of losers judging her uh, and she indeed got brain fog because of a plant-based diet and she needed that fish, she needed a dead fish to cure her of all her illnesses. Why does she, why do you have to go on a public platform and announce that? If you're if you're into yoga and one fine day you figure out that okay it's not helping you lose weight but now you're gonna go do CrossFit or whatever are you gonna go on a public platform on Joe Rogan's podcast and announce it? No, you're making a tiny change in your lifestyle. Here's my thing, right? I think she can do it because she has been talking about her diet as a thing since supposedly 2014. She got married. Um, in a vegan wedding that also became like a thing right so she's it has become a thing right for her and so when she was giving it up she can talk about it i don't i don't have a problem that she mentions that she changed her diets my issue is that now she's she's a playing down all the other changes she's made in her life and therefore this has become the headline and b she's not stopping anybody else from running away with this headline to say listen for example, and by the way, she has not uttered these words, but I consulted a nutritionist who told me I was extremely deficient in omega-3 and therefore I went for the quickest source, which for the record is actually tablets, but let's not go there. Um, and so I started eating fish, right? That's not what she's saying. She's saying, I have attributed my brain fog to the fact that I have less a lack of omega-3 and therefore I chose to eat fish. Now, it may be true that she consulted a nutritionist somewhere in that process, but that's not what she's saying at all. Right? So that's not the message she's trying to put out to say, listen, I consulted three experts and I figured out that this is the problem. She's not saying any of that. She's just saying, I'm experimenting with my body. I found this is working for me and therefore now I'm eating fish and I'm going to experiment with more things and I'm experimenting with being sober. It's ridiculous, actually. I, I, like I said, I don't have a problem. If she wants to, that's what I'm saying. I don't have a problem that if she wants to talk about her change in her diet, she can if she wants to, right? Like, I mean, you, you mentioned cricketers, like we, we have quite famously with our Kohli going uh, plant-based, and I'll, I'll specify plant-based here because it's, it's a dietary thing he's doing. And he's talking about it, right? And let's say tomorrow, or I don't know when he retires, maybe let's say he decides not to, he can talk about it. But if he makes it, oh, veganism is BS because it's never going to work because I'm all going to be deficient. Like she made a statement to, to one of the stations saying that like, I felt like I was extremely underperforming because I just didn't have enough energy. Now, I mean, anybody's going to relate that to the fact that she changed her diet to being vegan and forget the fact that she also went sober at the same time. I don't agree that she should have gone on a platform where she knows. She knows. By the way, yeah, she, everybody, every, Joe, Joe Rogan's, Joe Rogan's bias about veganism is very, it's, it's very obvious. Like there's no, there's no question here. We've seen, we've seen what happened with the game changers and stuff, right? Yeah, but forget Joe Rogan and what he does. But you know that this is going to trigger a lot of vegans that are in it for the animals. You knew that you coming out and having a massive fan following and then making such irresponsible statements, it's going to hurt this movement that has taken very, very long to become mainstream and has still a lot of places to go without coming and announcing and now t convincing probably half of your followers or whatever X percentage of your followers that believe everything that you say that, oh yeah, maybe she's right. Maybe I should also stop being plant-based because now my idol is no longer plant-based because she had a brain fog. So I don't want a brain fog. So now you've not only 
uh, indulged in eating that one fish but now there are million other fish that would be consumed that wouldn't have otherwise been consumed had you not decided to come on a pl- public platform and say these things yeah and it's interesting you say that too because uh, you know her comment is that when she ate fish she cried uh, a lot because she felt really bad for the fish right uh, does she not realize that if even like five other people took her cue that's five like she's she going to cry for every like like this is statements like this really just uh, you know like for me it's 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 not just about uh, hampering a movement not hampering a movement like honestly like you know if, uh, a little while from now she'll be inconsequential to this movement right because nobody's going to take her seriously at least on this side of the spectrum but uh, we i've seen nutritionists and i've seen a lot of them post on social media and otherwise talking about oh you know i know i have a lot of my followers a lot of my clients asking me about vegan diets and i'm saying this because unfortunately it's not going to cover you 100% without realizing that man like that's not what we're doing for us the cruelty to animals is paramount we care about not doing that anymore if that means that i can't eat something like if i if i have to go out with friends and i the only thing i can eat is fries i'm going to eat fries i'm not going to compromise have a pizza thing it's fine um, it's just a bit of dairy like it's cool no because i feel very strongly about the fact that i don't want to indulge in that at all right and that's a very different mindset to whatever it is that you're portraying are you as in miley cyrus it's a very different mindset to that i don't i don't think that if i save to animals that means i can go eat too this isn't friends man yeah and i i guess also another thing is that this is not about you this is not about us um it's about a certain sect of oppressed beings that don't even get to put their viewpoint out i mean if animals could speak and you know if they if they had a story to tell we it would have been a goddamn horror movie yeah yeah this is this needs to stop this needs to not be about humans this is not about you you're not that important um you are an intelligent evolved species the thing is though it is always going to be about it because we are the ones commenting it's always going to be about the humans well exactly right? that's what i'm saying that you are you are an evolved intelligent species and you have the power to speak communicate um think emote decide for yourself um and there are so many options that you have without choosing to be cruel to another being that has no other option the other being just has been given one life and it just wants to live it peacefully and you want to even take that away from them um and it it's it's kind of crazy i guess we kind of um spoke about it in our previous episode as well but um advertising right but again what is associated with advertising is also celebrities and the blind following that we have with celebrities why do i care what miley cyrus eats as long as or rather let me let me make this comparison if i may um miley cyrus versus walking phoenix if tomorrow walking phoenix decides that he wants to no longer be a vegan it's going to be very very hard for his vegan followers because he was in it for the most genuine reasons he has gone up to the biggest platforms the biggest award platforms and he has had the guts to actually speak about it to speak about milk in people's coffee and to speak about animal activism he's actually gone out there and participated in street activism so when that guy decides to get out that's when it hurts the cause 
but with Miley Cyrus eating fish, who's done otherwise nothing much for animals, probably for those 22 farm animals that she has, you don't want to have that kind of following. You know what I mean? You, I don't know, like, you just know that that person has been in this for a trend and not because they actually believe in the cause. Yeah, but when you say, like, you don't want that kind of follower... I mean, I, I don't think that that's true, right? I, I think they want the follower. It doesn't matter how they come. Yeah, for sure. Like it, like I said, you know, even celebrities who are just plant-based, mm. but otherwise probably wear the, the most expensive leather boots out there or use uh, cruelty-filled makeup, mm. they're doing this for popularity. They're doing this to be trendy. Yeah. And I feel that Miley Cyrus was kind of in the middle, but uh, of either being in the trend or doing this for animals. Um, maybe she said all the right things, but I felt like she's not really as vocal about the cause as other celebrities like Novak Djokovic or Joaquin Phoenix are. Sure. Okay, fine. If you were a big fan of Miley Cyrus and if you've gone um, vegan or plant-based because of her, try and understand why this, why she went vegan or try and understand why we are all vegan. You know, don't go back to it because Miley Cyrus said one fine day she had brain fog because she didn't eat fish. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Like, even the most meat-loving nutritionist will call bullshit over this. No, but they won't call bullshit over this. That's the thing. That's exactly the thing. Because now you have someone co-opted. Yeah, now you have someone who's co-opted from the vegan movement uh, saying that the vegan movement isn't working. Or the, I mean, the vegan diet, the plant-based diet isn't working. And that's, that's great. Miley Cyrus will become the expert on you remember by the way like and i and i don't want to take any names here but you we we have and we've had a few people uh in our local community right who have been vegan for a while and then opted out of it some of them just opt out and go away and and you know you never hear from them again but then occasionally you have a few people who opt out and then become very vocal about the fact that oh my god like this was not right for me Right. I, this was not, a, you know, like I was just I was made to believe this, but the reality is actually very different. When I started digging deep into it, I realized that actually even the vegan movement is a bit of a farce and da, 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 and therefore now I'm not going to believe all this stuff. For me, the, similarly, my, when Miley Cyrus says the sentence, I've got 20 animals on my farm and I, I'm, I've got 20 animals in my house or I have a pet dog or a cat or whatever. I mean, it can be something as simple as that. I'm doing my bit. Like that inherently, like this is a broken problem now. This is a broken like every, every every link that you make with veganism and and animal cruelty is broken for me as a person when I hear that. To say like yeah okay well I'm not interested in anything else you have to say because you weren't vegan. Like shedding a tear over 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 the animal that you just ate. Like are you kidding? Like that's not. I'm sorry, but that's that's not. Them even yeah, more. that's not funny, man. Like that's really not funny. I'd rather you not have said that than have said that. Yeah. It's it's insensitive, well, exactly. right? It's so insensitive to the whole thing, to everybody. I'm not yeah. even counting the animal here, sadly. But more than anything else to the cause, forget the people, but to the cause. We're working our asses off over here, uh, trying to reach as many people as we can with the truth. There are documentaries out there. And you've just, in a 30 minutes or 45 minutes, worth of podcast have just literally kicked all of that away because you wanted to trend one more time whether it's for the right reasons or the wrong reasons you just wanted to be in news it doesn't surprise me anymore i mean you know you you mentioned walking phoenix and i when you were saying that in my head 
I li- I'm not joking. I was just thinking, I'm like, you know, honestly, if he, if he did actually end up doing that, like, I just wouldn't be surprised anymore. Even though I don't yeah, believe it, I don't believe it, I don't sad. believe it. No, no, I, I don't believe it. And I, I, it would be extremely sad because he's one of the most vocal ones out there. He has used every platform possible. Like whenever he gets a mic put in his, front of his face, he talks about it. So I, I also find it hard to believe. But honestly, like at this point, I mean, man, these people play their parts so well that like you're just sitting there going. I mean, I, I, I've seen people do that for six months and let it go, right? I've seen that. That's fine. Like that's one thing. This is six years of her life that she's been advocating this thing. And now suddenly it's like, well, if I'm rearing one animal here, it's okay if I eat an animal there. Like, it's such a fundamentally broken concept to me. And you know what's interesting? She actually did all of this last year. Yeah. She waited for a year to come out and say all this. And I wonder why, though. And apparently it was her ex-husband who first grilled some meat for her in yeah, the a fish. barbecue yeah, or something fish, like that. Fish. Yeah, yeah. Was that the fish? The fish. The, the first meal she had was a fish, and it was grilled by the same vegan ex vegan ex husband of hers, which is whole like I don't even get in, I don't even want to get into that. But you know what I really find funny in all of this that all these people resort to eating meat because they had some sort of health issue. You know, we've seen some personal uh, ex vegans in our own lives as well that are not celebrities, thankfully. Mm. But um, well, claim mean, to if be, you ask them, and... yeah, if you ask them, they'll think otherwise. They'll say otherwise. <laughs> That's what claim to be. Um, but you know, most of the times, the reason is health. It's never like, oh, I just stopped giving a shit about animals, so I went back to eating them, or oh, to, you know, I went back because they were tasty and I had no um, self control. No, but I think the problem is not that. The the truth is that they've entered into this quote-unquote vegan lifestyle also because of health though a lot of them wanted to get fit they were not able to maintain that fitness right and then when they get done it's generally like okay well i've gotten into good shape i either don't need to maintain it anymore or i'm fine now whatever like i can i can indulge in a little meat every now and then or i just miss meat and then start doing it no for but for whatever but most of the times it is because they've gone back for their health or rather, they would say that they've gone back for their health because otherwise they know that they would be bashed. Um, but I find that funny because do they really think that vegetarians around the world are all dead who've never eaten meat or fish? And you know, we come from a culture that's we come from a culture that's predominantly vegetarian. Um, and we know so many vegetarians around us. You and I have grown up vegetarian, I guess. Um, and you have, right? Mm, I have. Yeah, you and you and I have grown up vegetarian, and our families have been vegetarian for decades or even Generations. centuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've never had these brain foggy issues <laughs> because we've eaten lentils our, all our life. Um, so I really don't understand how they have that sort of disconnect that it's either you eat meat and live, or you don't eat meat and you die. All, all in our in our vegan journeys, what is the first question people ask you? Or non-vegan ask you when you tell them you're vegan for the first time? Protein. Yeah, where are you getting your protein from? Because, actually, by the way, talk to the countries you're referring to, like the average person there, and you tell them that, like, you know, we have a whole for like a whole country and maybe a continent or whatever of people that It's like, yeah, but they're all deficient, aren't they? They won't even bat an eyelid when they say that to you. 
because of, surely they're not getting B12 because you can only get B12 from meat or surely they're not getting omega-3 because you can only get that from fish. You, you, I mean, how many people have told me and us and everybody else that like, oh, you must be deficient in calcium, right? You must be. It's not, it, it's not, it's not a conversation. It's not a question. It's you must be. That's the perception. So everybody, they actually think, they actually genuinely, when you say, right, like, how can they ignore, like, this entire population that's living and has lived very, because they don't believe that that population has lived there, half because they are not aware and half because they think that there's a whole bunch of deficient people. Well, that's exactly what I'm saying, that, the, that there is a problem of awareness, that you have not educated yourself that there are 1.3 billion people um, who eat vegetarian diets, even the meat eaters in India eat a heavily vegetarian diet. Meat is considered to still yeah, considered luxury. to be a luxury uh, in, in India, for example. And even in a lot of Southeast Asian countries, vegetarianism thrives. Yeah. Um, Thailand, Vietnam, Indonesia, China, <laughs> surprisingly, uh, you know, all these countries have a very heavy vegetarian um, diet in their food. I'm not talking vegan, I'm talking vegetarian. Yeah. And if you are not able to acknowledge these countries where which pretty much constitute to about 20 to 30 percent of the world population then you're highly ignorant or uneducated or both um and that before you conclude any such things you need to first educate yourself that there is a population that's where you reach the problem this is this is too much work this is too much work for most people you, you've just you've just highlighted like four things for them to do and they're not willing to do one they're not willing to read the article for under which the headline is written like you're, and you're expecting them to read and go four, four steps from there. Yeah, I think I need another episode completely about <laughs> how the Western world completely ignores the existence of Eastern world and the things that we've been doing, even though the Eastern world is much older in terms of civilization. Of course. Um, and, but that's it, right? It's the Western world's word every time. And all of this mainstream nonsense that happens is all Westernized. Correct. And everyone forgets to go a little bit further in depth and actually try and understand what, where all this is coming from and what exactly happens in the real world, which I find funny. And no, ridiculous. no, 100%. I mean, you, uh, we'll talk about this anyway in the next episode, I guess. But like, you remember like in the 90s, like the Indian cricketers always made fun of it. They're never going to be good fast bowlers because they don't eat meat. Like today we have like the yeah. world's best fast bowlers in our, in our country now. It just took us a while to figure out like how to get them to, to eat the kind of diet and work out in the right way to create that today. But back in the day, it was like, well, if they're not going to eat it, they're, they're always going to be lanky idiots. That's how they were talked about. Yeah. What I want my listeners to uh, take away from this episode, that do not associate a cause with a celebrity blindly. Or any person. Um, this is a fight for animal rights, and this whatever we are doing is for animal welfare, for non-human animals. And let's just stick to that motive. Uh, everything else is a bonus. Yes, if your favorite celebrity also endorses it along with you, then great. Um, but if they do stop endorsing it, let's not forget why we were in it, um, and let's continue to do what is right for the animals. And I think, by the way, like, I mean, this is like brilliant advice, um, I think, in general, um, because I think we, we start to see this like happen a lot, right? Like right now, where like you're, you start supporting the person and not the issues at hand. And I think that that's so important, right? Because now that's, that's the, what that's what it's become, right? And I think that this is like probably advice that people can heed in general, which is to say that like if, 
you know, figure out where you stand on a certain cause or figure out what's important in this. We're talking animal welfare here, but it can be other things. And then, as you said, if if you have a celebrity, if you have someone you look up to or someone you can look up to endorse that cause, great, support them and make it a part of the conversation. But if they act stupid about it and they don't support that cause anymore or whatever it could be, then we move on. <laughs> like, you know, but you don't you don't give up the cause just for the person, right? You give up the person and say, well, okay, I guess, you know, we're like for me, Miley Cyrus was a good example to have when she was advocating for this stuff. But now when she goes makes... For me, what is absolutely an idiotic comment, I'm no longer going to take that seriously. I cannot, I cannot take someone seriously who says, again, and I know I've said this like five times on this episode, but I cannot take someone seriously who says, I'm rearing an animal over here, so it's okay if I eat an animal over there. I cried when I ate that animal, so I'm, I'm golden. Like, I'm, I'm done. I, I, cannot, I can no longer support her on animal rights issues ever again, even if she says it tomorrow, right? Like, that's, it's, it's a done thing for me. But I don't. I cannot give up. Also, the fact that I believe that animals are cruelly treated, because she decided to cry over her fish. Exactly. So remember the sign: cause is greater than people. <laughs> is this what you want to put up on video? <laughs> there you go. I have your intro. Yeah, we finally have something that we can put up on video now. You're so <laughs> you're cringing so much. Your face can't even hide it. No, no, no. I'm going to use this. Of course, I'm going to use it. Seriously? Yeah, I'm going, I'm going to cut it out and send it to you and prove because I have it like on nice, like on our little walled background. So cool. And uh, we would like to end this episode by saying, please vote for Trump. Please keep putting Miley Cyrus on a throne and please follow Joe Rogan for more intelligent updates. I, I think people should follow Joe Rogan anyway, but don't believe everything he says, you know. I don't even know who Joe Rogan is like outside of this crap. Is he a good podcaster? He is the 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 host of a, the leading podcast almost worldwide now. Uh, but so originally he was a like a comedian talk show host type person. Uh, he was one of the earliest people, earliest celebrities to jump on the podcast bandwagon, which is uh, the advantage that he brought to the table. Um, the one thing that he did well, I think, that other people don't do, uh, especially when you look at comedians or or just actually general celebrities is they tend to always bring people that they agree on, they agree with. And I think because of that, he gained a lot of favor with most people to say, look, I don't agree with him, but it's okay, I'll still listen to the show when a guest is interesting to me because I may agree with the guest and I want, it's good that the, sort of the two different sides agree on a debate. Like, it's like us bringing on a non-vegan and having a debate with them. Or more importantly, a meeting podcast bringing us on and actually having a conversation with us openly uh, is good for Shall the cause. Yeah, why not? That's all we have for this episode. So thanks once again for tuning in. Um, always, um, As always, you can find us on Instagram. We're the.2.vegans. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll be back uh, in a couple of weeks. Ciao. Ciao.